This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Did It, I Done It Before, Had It, Got Mad At It, Don't Want It No More, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What's good? And it's your man Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, Pride of Puritan Avenue, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, a mogul in the making, icon in training, and a modern day sex symbol. You're all welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode number 55, season two. Uh, episode number 55, the, the Jason Williams episode. White chocolate. White chocolate. I was thinking Matumbo for a minute. <laughs> Not y'all, y'all can't see me doing a finger wag, but I'm doing a finger wag. Man, White Chocolate was ahead of his time. He still ball- well, he was balling until he got injured the first game of the uh, the Big Three. Yeah, injured league. already. Yeah, he fucked his leg up or some shit. He was Damn. out there balling though. Have you been watching the Big Three? I've watched like two games. I saw it, Chauncey's team ball. It's pretty entertaining to be perfectly honest. And I saw I don't know whose team Steven Jackson is on. Them niggas out there. Them but he was team. about to fight. Yes. They got text. <laughs> like they are very physical. Like yeah. that first that the first week, um, so how they do it is each it, they rec- they play the games live, then they record them, and then like I think on Mondays they re- they they you know add them up, put them out there, and all four games come on each airing or whatever. And the first week is the first to sixty. First to thirty is halftime. Whoever get the sixty first win, you got to win by two. You know, I know who we play two ahead. Yeah. Uh, and so whenever get they get thirty, that's halftime. Sixty is the game. Um, all three, they got three players on each squad. Well, actually, it's five of them, but it's three on three. Yeah. All ex NBA players. They got referees or whatever. The game a little bit different. You get fouled. You go to free throw uh, line for one shot worth two points. But they let them play, and his hand checking is in, is uh is allowed, and they let them play, and they was very physical. <laughs> I don't have no problem. Ice Cube is a is a is Black History. Yeah. He started his own league. That's crazy. Like yeah. like forget like uh starting a a, a a team or trying to buy a team. I, I built an entire league. Yeah, Cube is Black History, bro. Like, like there's in the there's, flesh. There's no denying that shit, and, and everything he does, like it. It's damn near successful. Yeah. So week two, they changed the rules up a little bit, and uh, now they go to fifty and twenty five is halftime. Now, if you get fouled at a three point line, you go into the three point line, and your your free throw is worth three shots. If it's two, it's worth two. If you get fouled while making a four pointer, because there are four pointers. Yeah, I saw the four point uh, shot. Then you go, you know, you get four points. It's it's a pretty cool league, man. Um, it's interesting, and. The whole first, the first, the first week, I only made it through like half of the second uh, episode or whatever. But like all the games came down to the, to the end. Like it was interesting, like buzzer beaters and shit. Like it was, and you could tell it wasn't expected because Ice Cube face was like, oh, like yeah, yeah. He got a good thing going. Yeah, he got a good thing going. Perfect and, time. Yeah, because there's nothing else that's really on TV right now. Uh, I watched some summer league basketball like last life. night. Uh, Lonzo Ball did not show up. Man, it's first game. He I mean, yeah, it's first game and it's summer league, so I guess I can it's give like, it a pass. Two for 15. Well, no, he was three for 15. Okay, that's not. Five I'm, assists. I'm not real strong with my with my fractions these days, but three for 15. Well, he shot 11 three-pointers. So, I mean – it is what it is. <laughs> Clearly, he didn't make that. Like, many. if you're going to keep leaving me wide open at the free three point line. But, I mean, I'm a point guard. My whole game is, uh, you know, he had five rebounds, five assists. It was all right. We'll see. I mean, it's Summer League. It'll be all right. <laughs> we'll see. Summer League is like a. I don't want. No, it's not an early indication. Cause it's, it's nothing. Just, no. It's not even a real NBA. Because Larry Ellison, who we got, uh, he be balling. He balled out last year in Summer League. But he but, just dropped like 30 the other day. He might be the next Dirk. He's cold, but Stan Van Gundy won't give him no run. 
You got to give him some look. And we now, just picked up another. Uh, now that we speak about Stan Van Gundy, Stan, I hope this reaches back to your ears. You are fucking killing my Pistons. You are killing my goddamn Pistons. I love my Detroit sports team. I'm a Pistons fan through and through to the dirt. But Stan Van Gundy is killing my Pistons. Get rid of Reggie Jackson, bum ass, and get rid of Andre Drummond while we can still get something for him. I, I can say get rid of Drummond. Reggie Jackson is not that bad to me. Like, who you going to? He's he's okay. He's we, not the problem. Uh, Drummond is a problem, however. Uh, I like Drummond. We should have kept did. Brandon Jennings. He ain't really getting no run, and he got injured. Um, I would have preferred Brandon Jennings over Reggie Jackson. I'm straight with the Avery Bradley pickup. Not for getting rid of uh, Marcus Morris, I'm not. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, You're not a Pistons fan, bro. How you figure that? Marcus Morris only going. I mean, he did have like he had some standout games. He's cool, but he's not about to be like the linchpin of the, the shit. There's nobody on the Pistons that's the linchpin of nothing. So, they, so get him out of here. I rather, <laughs> I rather get rid of Reggie. Get rid of Reggie and do Jackson. What? Why? He the nigga that moved the offense. Man, Don't nobody else make no shot but him. Man, fuck Reggie. He not moving the offense. He's stagnating them shits. Like that nigga is cancer. He's cancer. How you figure? Like literally, look at his stats this year, and look at like how, yeah, because he's balling then, for himself. And then when he got injured, we got worse. Like in real life, I'm not a fan of Reggie Jackson. I that's, mean, that's cool, but like, and I'm not a fan of Andre Drummond anymore neither. Get rid of him while you can still get something. I'm okay with that. He got way too much money tied up in that contract. Uh, a ridiculous fucking contract. peace out to uh, KCP. Uh, they offered him eighty million. He said that wasn't nowhere, <laughs> not, nowhere close. <laughs> like nigga, if we would have gave a nigga hundred million dollars, I was out. I'm not. I'm. 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 I was gonna root for Cleveland or some <laughs> shit. Like, no, KCP. I, I fuck with you. You okay? But if you think you get a hundred or hold more, on. Tim Hardaway Jr. got seventy million dollars. Seventy two. <laughs> so KCP probably looking at that shit like I it, would take Tim Hardaway Jr. on the Pistons actually over KCP. Not for seventy million. I don't want. I'll it. take seventy million is a fucking steal in this new. Shit, nigga, listen how we talking about these figures. Seventy million is a steal for four years in this new. Like they just, they just gave a nigga I ain't never heard of a hundred and twenty million dollars. Steph Curry got that big money though. It, it was big until I found out that fucking um, uh, what's my man name? Uh, damn, I forget this nigga. They got a nigga hundred twenty four million dollar contract for five years, and if you give me two hundred one, and you get this land, this this nigga that I never heard of hundred twenty four. Uh, fam, raise my shit up a little bit. LeBron gonna break the Lakers next year because he gonna get them for two hundred fifty. Before we die, we gonna see a billion dollar athlete. Just Niggas off of sports, no, just off of sports contracts. Off of sports contracts, a rod. Then he had two five hundred million dollar contracts. Well, let me say the NBA. I mean, baseball is a whole other, whole different animal. Nah, nobody gonna get a billion. We'll see it before our lifetime is over. Nah. If niggas getting 200, 200 million right now. But you're now, not going to get that four times. You're not going to be that good. Maybe your second contract could be high. Maybe even your third contract. By your fourth, ain't nobody giving you 200 million. I wouldn't give LeBron 200 million right now. He's going to get 200 million next year. He didn't peak. It's all downhill from now. Uh, I won't, I'm not going to go that far. Nigga, he's been in the league for 14 years. You've peaked. Like, it's, it's like. Father Time undefeated. It's Father Time is undefeated, but I think we still got like another good four to five seasons of LeBron. I'm not left. saying you're not going. It's not going to be years where he's still good. What I'm saying is you not we, at the height, and you ain't you didn't have you didn't avoid a major injury. Like at some point, your body about to start breaking down, and it's going to be all they got to do is just keep rusting him. He can't play. He can't play 40 minutes a night for 70 plus games like he gonna if they go to Popovich route and rest that nigga 20 now, 25 I'm, games I, I'm interested in this part of LeBron James career like this one y'all niggas want to talk about the greatest and all that bullshit I'm interested in this part of the game so when you get older and you're not physically the strongest and you ain't the, the biggest strongest faster like where do your finesse game come in like then if I see him with a cool ass finesse game like Kobe did at the end of his career, Jordan develop did. A, out, develop a little jumper, yeah, 15, 16 foot jumper. Like, I just want to see the finesse portion, not just the I'm just going to overpower you to the rim. Like, then we can start having those conversations. Until then, you just working off of 
brute force. Speaking of NBA shit, Golden State picked up my nigga Swaggy P, the Hell. greatest Laker of all time. Shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> but I fuck with Swaggy P. Though. That's what that's uh, what he calls himself, the greatest Laker of all time. That nigga ain't, he wasn't the greatest Laker on the Lakers last year. He probably was. I don't know. Um, but nigga, them niggas fuck around go undefeated this year. <laughs> They gonna be they got they building a nice little bench because oh, he come off the bench that that's instant offense and he got a nice jumper too still like every Jesus Christ. he's never took a jump shot that he didn't like Jesus Christ. never took a jumper he didn't think he could make uh, the rich keep getting richer hey it is the rich keep getting richer uh what else happened this week uh, how was your week oh uh, my week was uh my week was pretty cool man uh had a nice little holiday. Hung out with the family and all that other good stuff, man. It was pretty cool. I didn't get no barbecue this holiday. Straight up. Well, you know, I, I, I'm the nigga that showed up to the barbecue with the veggie hot dogs and the, and the veggie burgers. Don't be that guy. Shit. Don't be that guy. Hey, man. Y'all niggas can uh, die of congested heart failure if y'all want to. I'm going to be out this yo, con- living. Yo, congestive heart failure is real. I almost died from that shit well, like two sl- years ago. Slow up on the beef and the pork. <laughs> but I still want some motherfucking barbecue chicken and some... And some ribs fresh off the grill. Okay. Just two just two bones. Hey man, I I'll take care of y'all niggas once y'all get <laughs> I'll make sure y'all straight. I'll take care of y'all finances once y'all pass. But I ain't I ain't getting no uh ain't get no barbecue on the fourth. I had a good fourth and went to uh fuck, I can't even think of what I went to. Shut but up. I had a good fourth. Now, you know, if y'all know me in real life, or just from this podcast, I don't I don't really know how I be coming off. You know what I'm saying? Some people think I hate white people, some people think I'm like we, I hear a lot of, like, when people stop me and ask me about the podcast and ask about Jay, like, I hear a lot of varying opinions. But I'm sure, like, it's on the flip side when, like, niggas yeah. ask you about me, they probably say some wild shit to Like, me. I don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like a regular, right? But sometimes shit come off in some way. And I'm like, I, if you want to use the quote-unquote woke tag, all that bullshit, but shout out to all these woke motherfuckers who this. I hate these niggas on the 4th of July and on Christmas and on everything. Y'all celebrating the 4th when, hey, listen, dog. It's a day off work and my family's barbecuing. I'm going through. I'm like, I'm going to celebrate. Like, come on, man. Like, it's, I, I, if you black, like, I get it. I really do. I, I understand. But guess what? I get what? it, but I don't want to hear it today. Ain't nobody, do anybody celebrate anything? Did, did I, did I fucking. Fly the American flag, sing the national anthem. Like, no, nigga, my, my folks had a barbecue with my friends and my family, and I went through. Like, why would I give somebody so much control over me where I'm like, my family is gathering, but I'm going to sit and protest. Oh, Colin Kaepernick, yeah, man, shut your head. Take a knee doing the prayer, okay? If that's, if that's the, I love Colin, you know what I'm saying? No, you don't, I man. I do. What I'm saying is this, like, if it's that tough, then take a knee while y'all praying over the food or some shit. But goddamn, go hang out with your family, dog. Take a knee while what you're do y'all, praying over the food. What do y'all protest, do? What did Jesus do to you when you want to protest what the I'm prayer? What I'm saying is, what do y'all do when it's not Easter, Christmas, uh, the 4th? Like, do y'all function in society? Because guess what? On those days, you still live in America, too. So if on this day you want to be so rebellious and don't hang out on, like, what you doing for the rest of the days? Like, nigga, you still live here. Face it. Like, nigga... <laughs> Eat some hamburgers or some <laughs> shit. Like, it ain't that serious, dog. Nah, it's not. And you can keep that woke shit up over there. I still want some barbecue chicken, potato salad, mac and cheese, and hey, the ice cold Coke 45. The uh, the veggie dogs was great. I didn't even tell. I, a couple of people knew, but some they were eating hot dogs and shit and they didn't even know it was a veggie dog. Then you tell them, oh, yeah, I don't like, I don't like, like, nigga, you just ate two of them bitches. <laughs> like, you bought a whole good. pack of them shits? You can't buy a single hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me get a hot dog single. Uh, I'm so, two for I don't even know where you get them shits from. Whole Foods. You shop a whole... You a uppity nigga. I'm saying where else I'm a, I mean, you can't find anything healthy in the city limits. I mean, Myers. You get some black bean burgers, you know. But I went there first trying to look for some, you know, veggie hot dogs and shit like that. Nah. Gotta go to the suburbs if you want to eat healthy, man. It's they got a Whole up. Foods downtown. We, you ain't even gotta. You ain't even gotta revert to the suburbs. Oh yeah, that is true. I'm not going downtown though. So that's a, that's a nice little trick. Not going to gentrification city. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we had another week to sit on this uh four 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 album, four forty four, and um just came out on Apple Music. Yeah. So I've been listening to it because. 
I'm doing that three month free trial of Apple Music. Uh, shout out to Hove and them lying, talking about that shit went platinum already. Fuck out of here, dog. You don't think so? Hell, fuck no. Ten niggas got title. <laughs> like, <laughs> you back on this? I'm More than you got title. What I'm saying is they got the less right. From what Friday to like Tuesday, they released that like Tuesday or Wednesday. They said it. First off, it take like fifteen hundred streams to equal out one album sale. You didn't do that a million times. You don't know. Show you don't know that. I'm positive. You don't know that. You can't. You can't buy an album on title. Then y'all blocked half of y'all motherfuckers. Users would even try to listen to this shit. <laughs> they now, just, they that just shit, blocked the niggas that came late. That shit, like went, pla- that shit went platinum on Dropbox. That shit went platinum on uh, uh, You Send It file sharing apps and all that shit. Yeah, but uh, but shout out to them. Uh, now, now that I've had a week to listen to it and actually really enjoy it on Apple Music, I still love it. The interface is such better Apple Music. It is. I it got is. Tidal on my phone. I actually listened to it on Tidal. Like four days later, they was like, okay, now you guys who signed up for Tidal on the day, y'all can listen to it now. So I did listen to it on Tidal, and it's going to be on my phone for the next 22 days. I think it's still a good-ass album. Uh, the, more I've, the more I've set on it, Kill Jay-Z, the so story let's go of through, OJ. Let's go through Kill Jay-Z. He made the uh, Kill the, Jay-Z, uh, he made a one it felt like he was going through therapy on this whole album. Uh, he even mentioned his therapist on one of the joints. Nothing too. wrong with therapy. I not think I think black people kind of turn their nose to that shit, but there's nothing wrong with, with therapy. Mental health is just important as your physical health. Yeah. Now, he did mention um, that everybody took it as a diss, but I didn't think it was a diss. The, um, the money to your ear comment? No. Uh, the look up in the future, another guy playing football with your son. I <laughs> like that was like in real life he was speaking of him being divorced from Beyonce and they have a child and if what he's gonna look up and see another nigga playing daddy to his son and of course since that shit happened with Future and everything that's just a clever ass bar you know what I'm saying it's like I'm gonna dispute like it's a clever ass bar like how else would you say it like I mean I'm literally in that exact same situation where I could literally be looking up and having another nigga play daddy to my my, my kid like it's a clever ass bar. However, the internet's atta- future. He, he talking shit. Blah 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 blah. Which made future put the picture up. The Lord and Savior of the trap. Super future. Uh, don't call that man a Lord. But uh, take t- t- he put the picture up holding the uh the money to his ear, saying you don't you ain't got that much juice like that or some shit like that. Uh, do you see the little boosie comments? Yeah. On there, I'm with them both of them, hundred percent. Like, nigga, I'm putting money to my ear because I want to. Yeah, Jay-Z doesn't run the fucking universe. And I posted, I made a post, like, y'all niggas can't comprehend. Because when he posted up there, the internet was like, see, Jay-Z don't want y'all to put money to your ear. Nah, he, he didn't say that. That's not the message that I got He from said, that. nigga, we don't call that money. A- A.K.A., nigga, I understand that you're trying to stunt, but we stunting way harder. He not trying to be humble, not trying to tell Jay-Z's people to be. Jay-Z's a fucking billionaire. <laughs> Between him and Beyonce, they're fucking billionaires. And everybody jumping out the window. But guess what? If Future hold up a stack and say $40,000 to his ear, for all y'all niggas that's commenting, that's more money than you made in the last year. He can hold that shit up. That's more money than your household made last year. Because if you live in the city of Detroit, we know the household, the medium income. <laughs> like, I know the medium income in the city of Detroit. And I know y'all Android people out there posting on Instagram. Wow, Jay, wow. <laughs> I'm, just <fucking> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, God damn. Fuck technology, snob. Nigga, you That's just a, a regular snob. Hey, listen, all I'm just saying is this, dog. Uh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody overanalyzes this shit. They try to make Jay-Z some great philosopher or some shit like that. Like, this dope songs, man, and dope message, dope content. But y'all overthinking this shit. Y'all get off that nigga dick like that. Just like, enjoy Jesus. it for what it is. It's just a good album. Well, see, this is what Jay was telling you. Why? The f- why? Like, relax. Hey, Jay, you 48 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, Of course yeah. you're rapping about leaving a legacy, taking care of your family. Like, you've... But, like, when Jay was 25, 26, like early is, 30s, he is, was on that nigga shit, too. Niggas is trying to have fun when they when they get their first contract and shit. I, I, I definitely understand that throwing money in the strip club is not the best sound advice for your finances. But guess what? That shit fun. 
right? So it when they go to the strip club and want to throw money for that, that's what they do. When you got $90,000, you want to put that bitch up to your ear, you having fun for the gram or whatever. But through the eyes of a 48-year-old, hey, man, you need to take that money there and invest it. I get it. It makes 100% perfect Is sense. Is that your dad voice? Uh, That's the Jay-Z <laughs> voice. He got a weird voice. Uh, he got that little... Yeah, my name's Jay. I don't know. <laughs> um, like, I get it, man, but, like, everybody just relax, man. Let, let's enjoy the dope music, man. Like, everybody trying to be way, way, way too much. Though. Too analytical. You think Jay-Z's going to go on a tour with this album? No. I don't see yeah, I When I listen to it, like, it's a good album, but I just don't see it. He just had two twins. What the fuck? That, you still got to work. He don't got to work. <laughs> Let's be real. He don't got to work. Could this be Jay-Z's final album? I hope so. Because he can fuck it up. Like, this is a good way to walk off into the sunset. Ten tracks. You said that point. on the Black album. Nigga, that was like seven albums ago almost. Like, I'm just saying, like, it. I feel like rap, we just put this uh, an age limit on it. Like, once you get to a certain age, you shouldn't be rapping. Like, Jay is damn near 50, still making better music than, let's say, the Migos. And definitely, what I don't care how old he is. I just don't want you to whack that shit. Because at some point, you fall out of touch with what people like and how everything like. Just don't whack that shit. You leave off on top. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want you to. I just realized that people didn't like Magna Carta. I thought the shit was cool. I like Magna Carta, but apparently the internet's did not. And they I was think like, that, I didn't think that shit was that good. It ain't do shit for me. So if that was his last album, how would you feel? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So now this is on. Thanks a high for note. playing. Yeah, this is a high note. Like, all right, cool. But I would look back on the span of his career and be like, I enjoyed more Jay Z albums than I disliked. Of course. Even if Magna Carta was like the end of the shit, like most of the other albums were really good. So you know, I can't be mad. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, I, I enjoyed that. So when we look at uh, so the next joint, the story of OJ. I love that shit. It's though. my favorite shit, and the video was. Even better. Yeah. I'm not that. black, I'm OJ. That's probably one, like one of the best phrases ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, be that out of touch and oblivious with shit for you to say something like that. But he real though. I mean, that's a statement though. Like once you get so rich, like so for an example, Michael Jackson, the nigga was such a, like he not even human almost. Like we don't think about Michael Jackson as being a flesh and blood human being. Not like he on some superpower shit, but like, the name and the myth and the legend is so big. Like, this nigga got feelings, too. Like, he's a regular guy. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's Michael Jackson. And the hysteria goes into, like, now these regular people. You can get so big, like, nigga, that I don't. That you lose touch with every day. I don't, yeah, I don't play by the same rules as y'all. Nigga, I'm not black or white. I'm Michael Jackson. I'm but, both. <laughs> but I heard Puffy say something to that same extent. Like, when you make so much money, it's not a. it's not like you at dinner with your friends trying to figure out who the fuck going to pay for what. Because yeah. we're all fucking rich like the rules become different we play the game differently because everybody is at a certain level of status and success yeah that's what i'm trying to get at yeah where i don't have to go out to fucking fridays with you niggas and we turn into mathematicians uh but i don't really fuck with fridays. i had the endless advertisement <laughs> <laughs> right and i had two waters and one lemonade oh man oh man you know what i forgot uh when you said that um I was thinking back. Uh, I was just fi- I finished up reading Rick Ross' book uh, this past week, and he was uh, his one excerpt. He was talking about like uh, they went out of town to someone. He's like, even though we are rich, like we like rich beyond our means, we would go to the place uh, and get like ninety nine cent tacos and shit because like that's that's the, the good food. Yeah, you know what, what you saying? enjoy. But going through them stories, thinking like, man, all y'all said they went to Aspen, like forty of them went to Aspen, rented out some. Uh, the uh, ski, what you call them shits? Uh, I don't know. I just, see you, a, I just see you doing a, the young jock movement <laughs> from his going down. Uh, I can't think. The ski mobiles. Snowmobiles. Like they wrecked all them bitches and shit. You know what I'm saying? They paid cash for them or whatever. But it's like when you go somewhere and money is not an option. I mean, like it's, it's an afterthought. Like, nigga, we pay for this whole shit. Even though we fucked up 16 of your <laughs> snowmobiles. Um, it, it don't, like, that's a different life. You know what I'm saying? And if OJ lived that life for an extended period of time, yeah, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I can understand how you can be so disconnected. Not that I agree with it. I can understand how you can be so disconnected from reality. It's like, 
I want to make enough money where I can be disconnected from reality just for a little bit. Uh, I want to be grounded all the time. Uh, side note: I don't think OJ did it. That's another story. I just want to make I want to <coughs> make an, an an obnoxious amount of money where I don't have to deal with no nigga shit or no bullshit. If I want to go on a roof, Chris, with my shirt off and eat dinner, shouldn't nobody say shit to me because I'm rich. No, nigga, put your damn shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> bring me a fucking bib. Uh, bring bring me a bib with my steak. All right, man. Uh, I think this was Jay Z most introspective sharing album. Yeah, I mean, because he talked truthfully. I mean, like damn near losing his wife. Even above that, on track three, Smile. Nigga, his sh- mother. He shared that his mom was a lesbian. Like, Mama got to live a life, too. Much respect to her. But, like, that's a very personal shit that you don't, don't think about hearing on a Jay-Z album. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he kind of, like, he casually rapped over it and went, like, wait, whoa, whoa, what? What'd he say? You know what I'm saying? And then... She's on the actual album, you know what I'm saying? Only thing that you heard from about his mom was on December 4th, 19, blah, 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 gave birth. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is him spilling it all. Like, and I love the, out of the 10 tracks, I like eight of them. Two of them not whacking on shit like that, but I listen to eight. And I think the best type of music is when an artist is honest. Yeah. You know, that's when you get your, your best albums, your best your best projects because you it's raw it's real and like people will always gravitate and be able to relate to real shit yeah i mean that fake shit that we hear niggas talk about it's cool in the moment it's a it's a fad it's superficial but when you start talking about timeless albums albums and music that really means something to you five ten fifteen years later it's always going to be the shit that's that has the that holds the most truth to it that's what's always going to hold the most weight absolutely uh we was kind of talking about that off off, off air. I want you to go into your old man rant that you was having about the Migos. It wasn't an old man rant. This was, this is what I hate about this album, or some of the people have that that have been commenting and shit. Like it's one thing to be quote unquote old and out of touch with reality and everything, but it's another thing just to call a spade a spade. Some of this shit just be weak. So let's let and we'll both tag team off of this shit, but let's just put it out there, Quavo. Takeoff and Offset are not good rappers. At all. Plain and simple. They're not. Do they make entertaining music? Yes. Yes, they do. But guess what I can do? Like, in real life, if they came out with an album with just the beat and the hook, I'd be cool with that. Okay. You know I, what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not even mad at that shit. I'd be cool with that. That don't mean I don't like... I mean, I like... Um, do you just want to listen to the beat and the hook of Bad and Bougie as opposed to them niggas rapping? Because I can't hear... I don't, like... It don't matter. But look. <laughs> <laughs> what that hippity hoppity. You can't hear it. You can't make it out. I mean, <laughs> it's always been music like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah. Mumble rap or just niggas so, not being able to rap so ain't whole, nothing new. So I did like all, all your old niggas don't like Baze Blah. Nah, fam. Like, everybody ain't no Nas. Everybody ain't no Jay-Z. Nigga, we had Luke. Nigga, we had fucking Daz Effects. You didn't know what the fuck they were saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been spread out different type Soak of music. Soak the shocker. Yeah. But guess what? Some shit just weak. And this young niggas out here does rap, rap way better than you, though. Joey Badass. Like, fuck out of here. Like, nigga, hey, hey shit. Um, it's a whole bunch of niggas out of New York City that's doing it. Yeah. A Boogie with the hoodie. Like, it's a bunch of young niggas out here who can rap, who got fan base, who do shows, who move units. Like, niggas still rap better than you, though. And some of that shit be weak. All them, and all them fake ass jewels and shit. Like you can't tell. In general, go ahead and speak on it. Cause, in general, cause you, bu- can't, you can't tell me all y'all niggas jewelry be real. That shit clank too much. That shit sound hollow when it's clanking together. That doesn't mean it's not real though. It's just 10k probably. Nigga, that shit Soldier Boy jewelry, Brian Pumper jewelry and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, that shit featherweight. Like when I was in high school, I used to get. I have a, a bunch of gold and shit. Like we, were, they were referred to them as the featherweight. So it looked like gold, but that shit be but hollow. It is. It's still gold. Nigga, it's, 10k is damn near <laughs> not gold. <laughs> it's not gold on a rope, my nigga. But it's it's still gold. Like you know what I'm saying? When nigga got a full a, a solid Cuban. That's different. That shit way different. When that bitch clean together, click the clack, you can hear it. It's different. Oh, the money in the ear. Tell Floyd Mayweather not to put some money to his ear. Because him and 50 the one started that shit with the money phone back on HBO 24-7 in 2008. Now, 
of course niggas didn't put money to the air before, but they made that shit like that shit was on HBO. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, hello, uh, this the money talk. You know what I'm saying? And the whole money team, blah blah. You gonna tell me Fifty Cent ain't got real money? You gonna tell me Floyd ain't got real money? This nigga got eight hundred. He didn't make eight hundred million bucks and about to pick up another two hundred million next week. I mean next month. Like, what's your excuse now? Get off Jay Z dick, enjoy the album, and live your life. Like, why everybody worry about what another motherfucker do? This shit got me so upset this week. I think it's just just the the world that we live in, just a new world with social media. Like, everybody feels like they're involved. Everybody feels like they get to have an opinion. Like, sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up and keep your feelings to yourself because don't nobody give a fuck but you. Like, it was so frustrating. I was seeing grown men online arguing about Jay-Z. I'm like, fam. You don't even know this nigga like it's that. It's not that serious. It ain't. Like, you know what I'm saying? There was some heated barbershop discussions when I went and got my hair cut last week about the album. Right. But it's literally, once you're done getting your hair cut, get up, get the fuck out, and go eat some coney, my nigga. Which like, is why we continue on with your day. Which is why we talking about it on the shop this week. Yeah, because you know this is this is the barbershop shit. Uh, what else? But pop- on the first song on Kill Jay-Z, he did mention uh, Kanye. Uh, and Kanye did leave title. Yeah, but he was like, you know, I gave this nigga twenty million. That nigga got on stage. None of that don't mean gave me twenty minutes. Like, fam, what's what's up with that? Like, I've been in your to a certain extent. I've been in your corner for a while, and from the beginning, damn near. Yeah, I mean, Dame Dash took the first. Yeah, took the first leap of faith on Kanye, but when they broke up, when the Rock split, and then like, like, come on. Kanye, like you got on stage, start tell Jay Z to call me. No, Jay Z, don't send. I know you got killers. Don't send your killers after me. Why would you get on stage and say that to him? That's just that's just a nigga talking crazy, man. Then you talking about his wife, talking about Beyonce paying people to do this. Like, what? What you doing, dog? Who man is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 just Kanye being kind. Con- that's Kanye exhibiting them signs of depression and a call for help. And like, so when Jay was like, uh, "You calling everybody crazy?" But if everybody crazy, nigga, you the one that's insane. Like, fam, we normal out here. You the one that's tripping. Like, so Kanye West uh, says that title owes him three million dollars. And they in breach of contract, so he's ending his uh, exclusivity deal with them and, and cutting ties with Title. So we might see the full Life of Pablo album now pop up on iTunes one day? It's already there. No, it's not. I listen to it <laughs> off of uh, Apple Music all the time. I'm saying, I'm talking on iTunes. I mean, I still, I still fucking download music. I mean, why wouldn't it be on iTunes? Like, you can't buy it from Title. That Title doesn't sell music. You can't buy the full Life of Pablo album on iTunes. I'm looking right now. Oh, well, I I, I just use Apple Music. All they got is Fade and Famous. You can buy those two singles. Oh, well, most power to them. But, I mean, Kanye's in his feelings. When is Kanye not in his feelings? When we gonna stop giving this nigga a pass, dog? Like, at, that nigga done had way too many motherfucking passes. I get that to you. I don't know. Like, we I do, mean, like... Because we all know somebody like Kanye. A nigga Which means, and we a, don't get them a, niggas no pass either. A crazy nigga that needs some uh, attention. No, you just whoop their ass. Tell them to go on to fuck somewhere. Kanye be on some fuck shit like 60% of the time. 60%? Uh, about 70% of the time. That's a pretty dog. large percentage. I'm I told saying. you, me, I'm not good with my numbers these days, but 70% is pretty large. That's 11 out of 10. Now, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you didn't know. You know, when it comes to them fractions and shit, where's my calculator? Like, after my after my real estate test and dealing with, like, them numbers and fractions and calculations, I said I needed a break for a minute because the nigga ain't did no real math. <laughs> I ain't solved for X in, in a couple years. Uh uh, I'm glad for Kanye. I mean, maybe you need to break out on your own and do it your own way, my you nigga. Glad for Kanye? Yeah, I mean, shit. If you if you feel like you're being done wrong, then stand up for yourself and keep it pushing. I wonder what all the uh, if if Tyler does actually owe him three million dollars. Uh, three million dollars should be like a drop in the bucket for that nigga. Not to say that I don't want all the money that's owed to me because if a nigga owe me thirty five cent, I want it back. But you know, three three, three million is a lot of money. It is. We was just talking about NBA contracts and niggas throwing around seventy million. You weren't thinking that was like big money, because the pot of the money they got to share because the NBA 
this guy a new TV contract, so they they gave them more money to spend. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's different. Ain't no <laughs> ain't no new contracts with this with this title streaming money. You know what I'm saying? Well, Kanye, I hope you get your cash, and then I hope you branch out on your own and make another incredible album. That's what I want Kanye to do. Like like a late registration, my dark twist, my dark beautiful twisted fantasy. I want another great Kanye West album, not an okay album, not some weird shit. Like I need another good Kanye West album. We're never gonna get the soul sampling, you know, rapping like I'm hungry, Kanye no more, because he's just not that anymore. Right. But when Kim Kardashian leave this nigga and take them kids, then we're gonna a, get a new Kanye West album. He, he's also not around those writers any longer. Uh, yeah. but speaking of the, uh, say it again, because <laughs> Kanye the, always uses ghost writers. And if you don't like it, at me, see me out in these streets. Kanye West uses ghost writers every album. Uh, speaking of the Kardashians. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting all week for this shit. Well, hold on. Hold on. Before we get to that, because that's such a good segue. Whose mans is this? We can't go three weeks. I but, got one. Okay. I'm going to wait. We're going to wait to the end? Yeah. All right. So let's let's just backtrack it, man. Speaking of the Kardashians, this nigga Rob Kardashian and Black China. Okay. Speak let's, on it. <laughs> first of all. It may sound like some whole shit. I don't have no problem with the fuck she done did to this nigga. Why is that? Not one problem at all. Why is that? Uh, because she did what What you expect a gold digger, a trick, a prostitute. What you expect her to do? She broke that nigga. She broke that nigga. He and he knew- fell for a hook, line, and sinker. He didn't, he didn't see the story. It's not like he didn't have evidence of what she was capable of beforehand. She what, was, what was the evidence? Shit, that, that bastard-ass baby she got with Tiger. They that, was together. They were together for like three or four years. They was they was in a relationship. He had a baby with the, the dude she was with. You didn't think she was trying to come up? She And I'm not knocking strippers. Let me say this before I say what I'm about to say. I'm not knocking strippers. I don't mind going to Erotic City, getting some lamb chops and a lap dance, on my best Saturday. But if I can pay to see your titties for a dollar, mm-hmm. you know, what makes you think that a bitch won't do a little bit more for some money? How much did you pay to see Holly Berry titties in Monster Ball? What? Eight bucks? No, I waited till that shit came on HBO. So whatever. So, do you, I mean, you've seen her titties before, right? Yeah. So now what? You treat Holly Berry different? No, nah, I don't treat Holly Berry different, but I just understand, like, strippers are just another form of customer service. When you go to a strip club, she's going to talk to you like the way you want to be talked to. She's going to be, you know, enticing, alluring. She wasn't, she wasn't a stripper no more when him and her got together. She's still a stripper at heart. Her, she still has the soul of a stripper. Okay. So, I mean, she she talking to that nigga like a customer. Now, she did probably take advantage of the motherfucker because he was fat and depressed, kind of in his feelings. She saw an opportunity. She saw an opportunity to fuck these Kardashians over again mm-hmm. because Tiger left her, went for Kardashians. So she said, I'm going to get back at this nigga. And that's how she did that shit. She found a weak. She found a weakness in that nigga mm-hmm. that he he had low self-esteem. He wanted somebody to love him and build him up. And that's what she did. She pretended like she loved this nigga. She threw some of that wet pussy on that motherfucker and he shot her whole club up. And now she got a guaranteed check for the next 260 months. The next 18 years, she going to be straight. So, I mean, she saw opportunity. The, the nigga was so far gone and in love with her. He was paying for surgeries, paying for jewelry. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to, and like, we shouldn't just sit here in front like Rob just got took to the bank. Like, look, it's niggas out here every day that them paid bills, phone bills, daycare. You got took to the bank. Paid for shit that they didn't want to because of the false love of a woman. <laughs> nah, but, but it's niggas out here buying, <laughs> like, co-signing on chargers. That's a difference <laughs> from nigga like, Make it relative. But anyway, make it relative. If you a nigga in the hood, you making fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year. Like a bitch can still break you too. You can co-sign on a base model ass charger. Have an iPhone in your name that you don't, that you bet not touch because she got that bitch locked. Niggas paying DTE Metro PCS bills, paying child support for kids they didn't want and don't fucking love. Like the shit happens every day. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of Rob Kardashians walking around Detroit. This is true. So, uh, so when this shit happened, I wasn't gonna talk about it at all. 
at first because it's too good now for us to talk about. The shit was just trife. I mean, the shit was like it was like cookie cutter gossip. Like I don't care about him. I don't care about her in real life. Like I have no. Yeah, no vested interest. You know what I'm saying? And then everybody came out with all the jokes, and everybody wanted to be a fucking comedian, and everybody was talking this and talking that. And it got me to thinking how is it always the man's fault, no matter what? What I mean by that is uh, so Jay Z cheated on Beyonce. We find out about it after they done made amends with his wife, but he get dragged on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he still got dragged. Beyonce makes an entire album about her getting cheated on. Still Jay-Z fought. Right. Rob Kardashian get played by the woman, took for all this money, whatever, and it's still his fault. Like, that nigga ain't never did nothing to nobody. He wasn't the one. He was the, He was the faithful one. Everybody making jokes of him. Oh, he should have known this. He should have known this. Well, did should Beyonce should have known Jay Z was a player from Big Pimpin'? Do she deserve everything that she would have gotten in that situation and shit? Like, why is it one hundred percent the man fault no matter what? Like the nigga didn't do nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like he a regular, uh, big, fat, out of shape. And nigga was like almost four hundred pounds at one point. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't even leaving the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, how was it his fault? Like. When you you just switch the situation around, like, well, he was posting pictures, he shouldn't have shared his information. Beyonce made a whole fucking album and then went on tour about her relationship being cheating. Becky with the good hair, they start calling people out. People was getting attacked, like, oh, is it Rachel Roy, blah, blah, blah. Like, she made a whole fucking album, went on tour, did an HBO documentary about it and shit. Like, she put, it wasn't no nudes, granted, but we already seen Black China nude. So that ain't shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how... In these two very similar situations, it's funny how the narratives change when you like the person versus when you don't like the person. And then he's also looking at charges now, possibly, for that revenge porn law out in Cali. Like, that is some weak-ass shit. Like, one, I sent a, it was a picture with your ass, the side of it, not your whole ass. only thing you saw was a nipple. And, like, that's it. Like, you've posted that shit online before. You know what I'm saying? Like, you sent me that picture as well, allegedly. And, like, this shit just bold, dog. Like, that nigga didn't do nothing wrong. Now, you can say the nigga shouldn't have been fucking with her and everything like that because, nigga, we grew up in a certain area. Like, he grew up sheltered, a, a, a bubble. And I'm about to make the scene nigga seem like a sad story, but, like, it's just funny to me how everybody across the media tried to jump in and talk shit. And then T.I., the last nigga that she be talking about a fucking relationship or be <laughs> and making information public, tries to jump out there and, and try to be cashing on a little funny shit because everybody think they're a fucking comedian with some shit happening. Oh, fam, you just did this, you did this. Like, hold on, fam. Didn't you pay her to have sex with you and your wife? Shut your bitch ass up. Yeah. Essentially. He, he did shut that shit down. You know what I'm saying? And then you just walked your ass right back to uh, Shane Park and came out on stage <laughs> with your wife. Like, nigga... Of all people, why the fuck are you talking about relationships and what should and should not be online? Nigga, you've been going back and forth with your actual wife online for like a better part of a year. With mistresses and shit like that. Like, how do you feel comfortable enough to say that? <laughs> but he just figured like, this is my opportunity to be funny again because everybody a fucking comedian when some shit happened until some shit happened to you in real life. Not necessarily even be funny, but to, you know, dole out that... Now T.I. is the, the Bill Cosby of the trap. The Cleef Huff the Cleef the Cliff Huxtable of the fucking trap where I can say what I want, I can dish out direction. Because remember for a minute Bill Cosby was on that shit where he was, you know, lecturing and pointing the finger of what niggas should be doing mm-hmm. and then all this shit kinda came out after that shit. So T.I. sort of on that same tip. Like I can say what I want. I can lecture niggas, but then you can't throw a rock and hide your hands. Or when like we, we all ain't living in glass houses. You know what I'm saying? We all got some shit. We all got some dirt or some shit we don't want nobody to know about. And Rob was basically defending himself. I mean, and, he, and the nigga was having a breakdown like, man, look, I've been trying to be with this person. I was blah, blah, blah. And this was happening. When I didn't look at it as if he's exposing her. Um, as far as like on some nudity or leaking somebody nudes, because it was like one picture that just showed a nipple. No, it was shit. like three. Like them ass pictures, they was like from the side. You know what I'm saying? Like 
niggas they post that shit on Instagram all day. They don't even get took down. You know what I'm saying? That's like not your whole. Long story short is I didn't take it as oh shit he leaking her nudes because he trying to embarrass her. If anything was embarrassing, it was the fact that you sending me pictures and videos of you sleeping with other people. You know what I'm saying? In our bed, in my robe. And you know what I'm saying? Niggas texting me like, hey, nigga, we should use this shit to get up. Like, dog. That was I'm, a nice Versace robe. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's got to be fucked up to live. Because in that situation, like, nigga, I'm not black up OJ. Like, I'm not a real person right now. Like, niggas looking at me, I'm a meal ticket. Like, not only is my, my, my child's mom using me as a meal ticket, the niggas that she fucking somehow are texting me. How y'all get my number? <laughs> y'all texting me like, hey, nigga, uh, I got some pictures of your girl. And, uh, <laughs> we should probably play this shit up for the media. We get a couple dollars. Nigga, I don't need a couple dollars. Nigga, you need a couple dollars. Because what do Rob Kardashian don't have a fucking job? How the fuck is he buying Ferraris? <laughs> and so I don't know. I don't Paying know. for surgeries. $16,000 worth of rent. I have no idea where they get this money from. Like, what? His appearance is on the show. Not that much. <laughs> like in real life, is it, is it like one giant big ass bank account that they tap into? Where the fuck do we get all this money from? We don't know what Rob Kardashian does at all. He Maybe t- he does have a job. Nigga, time me out here, dog. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, it's just funny, and I think everybody fake as fuck how they want to get online and bash certain motherfuckers, and then when the situation is two people that you don't care about as a person, the whole situation is reversed. We ain't do shit to nobody, dog. I can see if you would. What if you would have beat her up? I bet you would be a totally different story. Well, she's she's claiming that there was some physical abuse. She is. Uh, I'm just I'm just going with the narrative, my nigga. She's claiming that the nigga done smacked her up a few times. Get the fuck out of here. This simp ass nigga clearly is not. (laughs) You call this nigga simp? Simp. Oh. (laughs) This simp ass nigga is clearly not slapping nobody up. But, but there, I don't know. there was a video online where he smacked up. Well, not smacked up, but he gave her a little love tap. Uh, Who? Old girl from The View. Uh, Adrian, I think her name is. Uh, somebody said something, but I haven't seen it. I, I, was, I saw that shit on the... Like, it was on an episode of, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So they she, put that shit on TV? Oh, that shit is nothing. Yeah, if I put her, that he shit... He gave her, like, a little weight. You know, like, when a co- you had an old-school color TV, sometimes it go black and white. You just hit the side of that bitch to make it to make the color come back. He gave her one of them. I never hit the side of a bitch before. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about... I'm talking about hit the side of your TV. Hit the side of your TV. I don't know, Dan. This is too much for me, though. I don't hit women. I don't know. I, I don't... Let's just glaze over here. <laughs> like I, I don't condone hitting women, but let me tell you something. Uh, I ain't gonna be no victim neither. You ain't gonna put your hands on the boss and walk away unscathed. Man, it just it's just funny to me though how like everybody just making fun of the nigga all week. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? But like all y'all not comedians. Some of y'all best friends getting cheated on, some of y'all getting cheated on and ran for money, but it's real funny and real convenient when you wanna go online and live and disrespect somebody else's life, like it's not a real person. And you probably going through the same shit too. Hell yeah. And cheating doesn't have I always say cheating doesn't have to be the death knell of a relationship. It don't. You can you can bounce back from that shit. We've clearly seen it, it you know, you bounce back. But uh, you know, he need to get about that situation, clearly. <laughs> I think he is about of it. Not on his not on his own two feet, but it's over with. Yeah, I mean and I would get full custody of the kid. Now that's gonna be a hard one. Why would it that's be? That's gonna hard? be a hard one. It's hard for men to get full custody. Of kids. I mean, I got, I, I, I have a better lawyer than yours. I have video evidence. I have everything that that can prove that you're an unfit mom, whether you are or not. I have enough money to prove it, that. So. It is very difficult for a man to get full custody. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it is very fucking difficult. And I'm know. speaking for, you know, now I've never, I love my kids. I've never tried to get full custody because. Uh, I don't want it, <laughs> but I love him. Uh, but daddy got a life too, and sometimes I need, I got shit I need to do, and I need your mama to take y'all half the week. But it's very difficult. I, I got a good friend of mine trying to fight for full custody in a really fucked up situation with his ex-wife right now. And I mean, she is at the point where like the last time they went to court, he she does not even have a job, and the judge granted his daughter to her. So I mean he he fighting tooth and nail and she is a vile, terrible individual, but it's it's difficult. Mm. Well lawyers are not. 
Like the courts are made for. We're seeing some changes happen, but for the most for the most part, the courts are in favor of the of the mother. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, it should be in favor of the best uh, situation for the child, whether that be with the mom. Or that's the what father. they say. That's what they say. It should be all for the benefit of the child, and that's how it should be. Um, speaking of. Kardashians and everything. This kind of slide into the Kardashian thing because this is connected to Kanye. Let's talk about who manages this. Okay. This is a compounded who manages this because we kind of forgot. I forgot. Okay, that, let's look. Like we, we had, we talked about it and I literally just forgot to say like it. Like last two one. episodes. Yeah. But this has got to be a recurring thing. So who who gets it this week? So previous week, the who manages this was going to um, Kodak Black. For his comments that he made about um, he don't like black women, <laughs> and then he had to he had to clarify I don't like dark women, um, and then he had then he clarified the statements again like a week later and dug himself a bigger hole on video. It's nothing wrong with having a preference. Um, like I don't want no woman who the, the same my same complexion. I don't like my like so when he gave this explanation, it really really looked like you got self hate because you said I don't want somebody that's my complexion. Like you in real life, like I don't know, understand like what else is self hate besides that, but cool. That was gonna be like a week or so ago, and I had like a whole bunch of shit, you know, to make all eloquent and everything like that. But this week, somebody set some time aside so they can speak on it, and it was Amber Rose. Amber Rose wanted to address. Is Amber Rose getting whose man's is this? Amber Rose is definitely getting whose man's is this. I love Amber Rose. Okay, dog. I love her. Let me let me let me tell you what Amber Rose said uh, to. Uh, Damn Amber, she said, "SMH, this really makes me so sad. Being a in quotation marks yellow bone mixed light skinned woman, I know unfortunately that mm. model jobs, boys, and opportunities came easier, but I did not realize that until I got growing up." Excuse me, when the fuck did Amber Rose become a a, a light skinned yellow bone? Girl, you white. She not. It's nothing she, wrong with that. She not purebred white. Like she she got a little sprinkle of something else. You ain't light skinned. You're white. It's nothing wrong with that. Be proud of who you are. You ain't no yellow bone mixed light skinned woman. You not. You Rachel Dolezal right now. Wow. It's just not. Like you not who man's is this? Like I understand you 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 so wrapped up in the culture, from Kanye to Wiz now to Twenty One Savage, of all people. Like she's Irish and Italian. Explain what part and of her Irish mo- and her mother is Cape Verdean African. <sighs> Ain't nothing about you okay. light skin, red bone, <laughs> yellow bone. Your your bones is white. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Italians are like. <laughs> they're Italian. It's different. It's different. Their Italians features, are what? They're they're Italian. Their features are a little bit darker. It's 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 not necessarily the same thing. Now, are, would I say that they're black? No, no. Of course not. <laughs> of course you wouldn't say that. Um, I just don't want Amber Rose to be the victim yeah. of whose man's is this. But you know, it is what it is. It's fair as fair. Like dog, I'm like God damn. I get it. You you want to be in the culture. Perfectly fine, but still represent who you are. Be who you are. You're not a yellow skin. You're not. You're not a yellow bone, and you're not light skin. Like no, you. Just, I'm not even gonna read because she wrote. She wrote like an essay. I'm not gonna read that. The first sentence was enough. Who man's is this? Go look in the mirror. Go to ask Twenty One Savage what you are. I don't know. Did you see the video of him and Twenty One Savage her in the parking lot with with Baby Bash? I wonder how we is feeling like. I mean, she a single mother. She gonna have her kids around. Like, like damn, nigga, my kids around. Everybody that you with, though, like you, you switch up every six months. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like every three months. So like, Jesus Christ. She a single mother. She not stopping her life because her kids with her. I mean, it's, it, it would be safer if you did. It would. Be, it's different. It would be safer for your child if you didn't bring every nigga that you dating around him. Period. But they, they not just like regular niggas like you and me, and not to say that that makes it better. But I mean, it's not like she dating Rashid up the fucking street. It's like another famous motherfucker. So yeah, if nigga, just I, hear, just hear me out. If another famous nigga does something to my kid, like it's a little bit 
easier to Okay, when I say safer, I mean safer from the aspect of yes, if somebody did something to your kid, but how your child interacts with men, women, relationship like you oh, can't yeah, just sure. keep bringing somebody in and out of the Oh yeah, for certain. I mean, you know, as being a man dating with kids, like I, I get that completely. Like some people have met my kids literally by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> like you oh, just shit. we had Kroger. Hey, this is yeah. Like this that's is Junior. <laughs> yeah. Some people have met my kids by mistake. Not that I wanted you to meet my children. You just yeah. happened to be there. Some shit happened. I thought the kids may have been asleep or somewhere else, yeah. and then they come stumbling downstairs. But sometimes, you know, I have introduced my kids to women that you know I cared about. I love. Than that I thought something would be be for real there. Like, in no means, like, I've dated way more women than my kids have ever seen or met So right, because I right. take that seriously. But maybe this is a situation that she takes serious. Like, I'm not going to go judging how she raised her son. <laughs> we know what's funny, Dane, because we do spew out a lot of judgment on this show. But when it comes to Emma Rose, you got to, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment. <laughs> nah, man, fuck nah. that shit. I, I feel, but like I feel you what you're saying, cause like, let my ex wife have my kids around a bunch of motherfuckers. We gonna have a talk about that shit. And me and this nigga, when I run into him, cause I'm gonna catch up with his ass. Me, me, me and old boy, we gonna have a talk too. And he not gonna like none of this shit that I got to say. Shit just wild to me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me let me jump off of my love for Amber Rose and jump back into being a father for a minute. Let my ex have my babies around a bunch of motherfuckers, and we gonna have some issues. We gonna have some issues because number one, they my kids and I love them. Bitch, they don't need to see you being a hoe hoe on your own time, and that shit's just not cool. The end. You know what? I, I do, oh shit, do hoe I wanna, on your own time. I did want to read a little bit more of uh, what Amber Rose had to say. <laughs> she said, growing up in Philly, I went to all-black school. I was the white girl that no, the boys didn't like, the girl that wasn't as cool as the brown-skinned girls. Black was the thing to be. But for me, my mom was the only my mom was the only black parent. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a picture of her mom? No, I haven't. <laughs> Does she look black? No. Uh Dad was white as snow. Uh, this is just weird to me, dog. I don't know, dog. This was just all right. We won't give her, her no more time. Go to go to her page and read those comments. Crowner, yeah. <laughs> Amber Rose is your man's this week. Uh, Amber Dolezal. <laughs> Who man's is this, dog? You keep dragging her on that one. Uh, last thing I want to leave off with because I I don't forget this shit too. Uh, new music I'm listening to. Okay. Uh, so I listen to a lot of rap music. Some of it's great, some of it is trash. But usually any new rap music I kind of give a ear to. What I'm on this week is a rapper from Chicago. He was supposed to be one of the first artists on good music to sort of like kick the door open for the Chicago movement after Kanye West. Bump J. He out? Yeah, he's out. Dropped a new dropped a new uh song. Good to be home. He's got the visuals with it, too. He's still sounding sharp, still sounding good, and that's my new pick for the week. That's uh, dope. Just, just give it a listen. I yeah, remember, but he, he did like eight years in the feds. I remember when, uh, I forget who it was, they were like, if he say some shit that he did on a record, he did it. <laughs> he was like, uh, this thing is official. Oh, I'll listen to it. Check me out. Send me some links or something. Definitely. But that's all I got. Um, that's what's up. Um kind of feedback you get from last week's episode the rick ross episode the freeway rick ross episode so far it's been so good uh, i'm hearing it's one of our higher higher listen to episodes thus far you know it was a still just a pleasure him coming through and just kind of kicking it with us and giving us his time being able to kind of pick his brain uh you know i'm hearing nothing but good things from it hopefully we can make some some more bigger and better connections. You know, we had talked about doing a little bit more business there in the future. So, you know, I'm hoping in that this is a door that continues to open a little bit wider for better and bigger opportunities. But nothing but good things from the Rick Ross episode. You know, I can't throw my appreciation out there enough for, number one, the College of Hip Hop, SJ and AJ, for making the connection. For sure. Rick Ross and his whole team coming through here and just being – you know, gracious and humble enough to give us some of their time and just the opportunities and the blessings that are still coming back from it. You know, I, I can only say this. I've been through so much in my life, you know, ups, downs, great things, 
tragic shit and terrible things and I'm just grateful like I'm just a nigga from the west side and opportunities are open up because I'm doing what I've been doing my whole life which is just running my fucking mouth so you know I'm appreciative of everybody that comes through here that has reached out to us that wants to do an interview that wants to sit down that wants to kick it and spend some time with us and you know Rick definitely goes on that list him and his team you know, I ain't got nothing but good things to say about them, and I've heard nothing but good things about the interview. Definitely. Um, and you, you kind of touched on it. Shout out to everybody who called, I mean, and reached out to us for interviews. I literally haven't forgot about you. It just be hard as hell scheduling certain things out, man. Um, me and Dame schedule our schedule. But in due time, we getting everybody up here. Um, I said what I'm end up doing is uh, just reaching out to some of these uh, – promoters and stuff and see if we can get some press passes man i think we need more folks i want people to come in town and come see here come sit down got a lot of information a lot of feedback said uh you know he seemed real comfortable and you know in here with us and we want to because we don't be on no whole shit when like i, I just <clears throat> want to like anytime we interview somebody it's not like it's not us drilling you with shit yeah it's not us trying to get no dirt like that's that's not what this is. You know what I'm saying? We don't. Nobody can ever say that they didn't came through here and we've been on some whole shit with them. Like we we sit back, kick it. Sometimes we had drinks and we just have a good, open, honest conversation. For sure, for sure. People open up to us because we don't be on no whole shit with and them. We just be chilling. You know yeah, it's a cool, laid back environment, and and just me in general. I, and I don't like when I listen to an interview and it's literally like I got a sheet of a sheet of paper. So when were you born? Who's your favorite rapper? Uh, who are you? In, you know what I'm saying? That 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 cookie cutter shit. You know, we just have a good time. It's a couple of people I want to reach out to have on the show. And um, you know, one one person I want to reach out and mention to. I seen you downtown last weekend, and you told her she was gonna come through after the Detroit Charlie episode because you wanted to say your side of the story. Who that? Oba. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I, I seen him downtown, and you know the door is still open. If you want to talk come, to him about it. No, I was driving past. And I oh. seen him. <laughs> Thinking like he had a conversation with the nigga or something. Well, he <laughs> said he was going to get at us when he came back in town. And like probably off that shit. Uh, that's cool because we're going to have Charlie and the whole I, IBGM family back up in here. We're going to be in their studio in a minute because Tone just dropped a new project. Uh, yeah, it's about to drop. Eight, uh, yeah, well, it hasn't dropped yet, but it's about to drop. That joint custody. Uh, shout out to Charlie for sending it to us early. Already got some favorites on there. I can't wait to see. You know, how he puts together all the visuals for the shit. Um, a lot of good Detroit music about to come out now. For sure. So, I mean, I can't wait. And I, we the way, this is the time you need to step in front of the wave because it's only getting bigger at this point. Either you can get down what is now or you can lay down later. Um, Quick hits. Uh, Peel Cosby got a new trial coming up. Peel Cosby. Um, he got a new trial coming up. I y'all, should incorporate that in my intro next week. Uh, y'all thought it was over, but we back again. <laughs> we trying to get them charges on Peel Cosby. Uh, also, did you, you peep Power last week, right? I did. Uh, what you think about yesterday, last week's episode? Uh, Angela's still despicable. That son, I can't think I his name. I hate Tariq more than <laughs> yeah. anybody on the show. <laughs> Tariq. Tariq can die. <laughs> Not our, not our Tariq, you know. Our Tariq, yeah. we, fuck, we fuck with our Tariq, but Tariq how Tariq on power? How you, how you not want to go see your daddy in jail? How you saying that this nigga guilty? Dog, I just knew he was gonna call a nigga ghost when he was in there, dog. Like he was like, don't call him ghost. I thought he was gonna be like, all right, ghost. ghost. <laughs> I, Tariq a whole ass little nigga, suck ass nigga. Mom's a liar. Dad's a liar. While you're lying to them, trying to go out, like nigga, you a liar too. Why he? Why he on the phone trying to link up with another nigga? Hey man, another I'm grown man. Can you come over? Like, fuck is wrong with this nigga, dog? I, um, you know what? This is how Tariq. How old is Tariq on the show? Like fourteen, fifteen? Man, He's I kind of young. I seen a meme, um, and well, every 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 movie, every movie been in, and he like never nobody listened. can raise this nigga. <laughs> like he was a uh, Calvin son and uh. Barbershop. Barbershop. Uh he was uh in the movie uh with Common. I can't think of the name of the movie we had, had with Common. It was a Netflix joint. He was a, he was a, the little brother in there. Like no he don't pay attention to nobody. You would tell nigga exactly what to do. He does not do it, dog. He just a little badass kid, uh like god damn. Fuck him. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm interested to see what this what this season of power is kinda gonna take us. I also heard that the white dude in prison is probably Tommy's father. 
Wow. Yeah. You know, you see how he, he said when the dude told him his last name was Egan, how he kind of be like, hmm, yeah, that could be Tommy's uh, father. Um, I don't necessarily like the writing on this season yet. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's too early. It's too early. A little shit. Like, I'm not going to pass judgment. How you kind of explain off the nigga getting robbed and kidnapped with, oh, yeah, we was playing. And, like, that's the end of it. Like, because eh, <laughs> it, it, it left last season on such a high note And then you just gloss over this shit like Oh yeah we was playing my bad What? That was kind of weird That was kind of weird I don't And, the fact, pa- and a- the fact that you know you hid the gun in there When we already know that he got cameras in that bitch You know what I'm saying that he That's going to be Ghost's way to get out of jail And I think Angela going to help him out Because you can see the seeds of doubt Already in Angela like he put the gun there? Like, come on now. And she already thought that the mole was inside. Remember last season she yeah. called the phone and everything? Like, all those doubts just went away? Nah. She gonna end up helping Ghost get out, and they gonna smash in the congregation of visit room. Nah, nah. <laughs> Ghost, if you get out, you gotta leave her alone, my G. If you gotta get, leave her alone. If she if she gets you out of prison, you ain't gonna smash one more time? Oh! Just, just as a thank you. Time out. Just time as out, a thank out, you. A thank you out. smash. This is the last thing when we be wrapping up. All this shit Everything I've been seeing online all day, all week. Somebody post Tasha uh, Power on Power. What's the nigga name? Ghost don't deserve Tasha. She the realest and blah blah blah. No 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 no. All this shit is her fault. Every single thing of this is her fault. Period. I will explain. On the very first episode. Ghost did not want to sell drugs anymore. She wanted to be married to the biggest I drug dealer. I want to get out the game. She said, how are we going to pay for all this shit? I want all these bags. I want all this shit. He wanted his wife to support him. He could not get no support from his wife. He met the other girl that he already, he already knew or whatever, and she wanted the nigga to get out the game. The very first episode, Tasha had her panties off in the back of the whip for Sean. First, before the ghost did anything. Like, nigga, she has not been loyal. She's loyal now because she has no other option. If he goes to prison, what are you going to do for money? Are you going to get a job? No. She is loyal right now because she has to. She has to be ride or die because she's going to ride or she's literally going to die. <laughs> like, you don't have another option. She's not doing this shit out of pure love. What, 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 what can you do? All the money is dirty. You don't have no way to make clean legal money. It's all her fault. Support your fucking husband when he want to get the fucking drug game. You wouldn't have had this fucking problem. He wouldn't have went off on the side if your queen <laughs> treated you the way that you're supposed to be greedy, treated. But, but if she wasn't a greedy, a greedy bitch, we wouldn't have got such a great show. So take the good with the bad. All I'm just saying is <laughs> let your man be great. Let him get out the game. I ain't saying we the Rockefeller podcast. <laughs> That's but we how you go, Indy. But we are Jan <laughs> <Jane> Dang. <Howell. laughs>